Welcome back to the Dry Podcast with myself, Matt Pink, also known as Better Life Guy, and my beautiful co-host and partner in crime and all-round legend and community lead of Dry, Crystal Day. How are you, Crystal Day? Hello, Matthew. I'm very well, thank you. We both, um, sounds like we both had a busy day when we had a chat earlier, but good busy. We've got lots happening in Dry, keeping us busy plotting and planning for the future so yeah busy but feeling good thank you how are you doing how well like today like we've just been talking about today days like today and probably everyone seems to be going through the same thing when you go back to work back to school and everything gets back to normal and everywhere's busy and there's snow up north and it all seems very chaotic and my diary is crazy and today was one of those days where I, i definitely didn't have time to go and do a 10k run but I definitely needed to do a 10k run because my head was so full with loads of stuff going on this week and I made time for it. I did it and I got an hour outside, come back in and haven't literally stopped. And that was about eight hours ago and it's just been back to back to back. But the the best thing is when you're sober, it's all good stuff, isn't it? Like, it's not like I'm, I'm rushing around scratching my ass. I'm rushing around. I'm doing a 10k run. I'm up doing the school run. I'm, I'm on really, really exciting calls with really incredible people talking about really ambitious things that are that are going to really be like game changing in the whole space. And also going food shopping to get some healthy food to come back and eat some healthy food with the kids. And it's all good. Like there's nothing. And then coming back to record a podcast with you. It's now 20 to 7. We've got uh, I've got a live after this into the January group. So it's just non-stop. And that's what I love about it. Go to bed knowing that I've worked hard. I've I've ran, I've been outside, I've journaled, I've spent time with the kids, I've eaten well. That is how you sleep well as well. And then we start all over again and we do it tomorrow because we've got a big old day tomorrow. There's my alarm to tell me to, I've got a live tonight. <laughs> we've got a big old day tomorrow, haven't we? <laughs> we have. We're going to visit the Dry Fest location, see our lovely life member Chris Hood, and he's going to show us around. You've already seen it, but it's my virgin voyage so i'm yeah really excited to see the setup and just imagine it all coming to life so i think we're gonna have a great day yeah it's mega exciting and one of the calls i had today was about the drive fest actually and someone who's um, very experienced in the space somebody who's relatively well known and also someone who's gone sober two years ago wants to sort of chip in help here help out be a bit of a sounding board advisor and maybe even get involved somehow which i'll leave that for another day but um it's so, like that's that sober thing when you start looking after yourself and doing good in life and helping people things like that start to fall into your lap and exactly yeah. somebody messaged me today actually and asked me if I they thought I should they should go on Andy's coaching course and I was like a hundred percent because you know that was one of the catalysts for me I went on that course and and it is that snowball effect, you know, I went alcohol free, did my coaching and it's just like more and more good stuff just felt like it started coming into my life. And I think, you know, you remove the alcohol, give yourself the opportunity to feel good, try some new things, do a course, experience something different. And you just don't know where it will take you. And look at me now on a podcast with Better Life Guy. I mean, how much better can it get? And the community lead for the world's best alcohol free community. Well, yeah, that is the cherry on the top. I absolutely love my role at Dry. It is just, I can't even say job really, because 
job makes it sound like something you have to do. You know, I absolutely love being a community lead at Dry. It's just the most special thing to be a part of. And I genuinely do believe we are the world's number one alcohol-free community because I, I just think the connection and the spirit that we've got going on is off the charts. I love it. Yeah, is one of the people I spoke to on Zoom today said that they found out through Dry, through someone they were sat next to on a sun lounger when they were talking about alcohol-free beers, complete stranger, they're in Tenerife. And he said, have you heard of the Dry app? And um, he was like, it's really good. They do like live content. You know, I'm always on it. And he said, yeah, this random guy just told me about it. So I downloaded it and that's, and there we are. Now I'm having a phone call with him about doing an event in the future. So it, word is, I think we forget because we, we're in it every day and we love it and mm -hmm. it's our whole life. And me and you obviously see a lot of each other because we live near each other. We speak to Andy most days about things and, you know, we just concentrate on trying to do the do and what do people want next and let's organize that and let's make that happen. But we forget there's a shitload of people out there on it and actually watching and listening to this yeah. and changing their lives and inspiring other people and i think this this nice to get reminders like that because yeah well, one by one we're, we're slowly making a little dent in the world aren't we in a positive way yeah and um, i can't really think of a better way to spend my life to be honest like i've always well both you and i worked in fashion didn't we and i loved it but i always felt like there was something missing for me i wanted more meaning and purpose in my life and that's exactly what we found and to be able to impact like one other person's life let alone thousands and hopefully eventually millions it is just the best gift ever and i'm super grateful for it i love it we're grateful for you crystal oh. we are grateful for you thanks man um, today what i wanted to talk about what you want to talk about what we wanted to talk about was sober socializing because i've put a lot of questions up on my instagram recently and like ask me anything kind of thing and a lot of it is always what am I going to do about my mate? What am I going to do about my wife, my husband? They drink. Yeah, I'm getting pressured into it. I'm speaking to a friend, actually our mutual friend, um, who you introduced me to, uh, Charlie. And she was saying oh. she's doing dry jam. And she went to a family gathering and she was getting hammered by people, not hammered, literally hammered by people saying, <laughs> oh, you're not drinking, oh, boring and all that stuff. And I was like, that is, you know, we've all been there. We've all seen that. And actually, if I'm really honest, I've been the person criticizing people because I didn't like the fact people holding a mirror up to me. But it's that it's sort a... of awkward pain point you've got to go through, that little hump to get over. But once you've done it a few times, people stop asking you. And in fact, people start whispering in your ear going, oh, what's it like then? What's, what's this sober stuff like? And they become inquisitive. But you do quite often find that the biggest pissheads are the ones that you know, give you the most grief in general, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I, the person I am today, I can't actually believe that I'm saying that was me as well. I used to take the mickey out of people. And I did that classic one liner of, oh, I don't trust people that don't drink. And I feel like I must have just heard that somewhere and just repeated it. It's, you know, I can't believe it. But we've all been there. And like you say, it's because whether we know it consciously or not, it is a mirror being held up to us and it's making us question our own behaviour. And I think the thing to always remember is if you are being given a hard time, it is it says more about that person than it does you by far. You know, they're probably feeling insecure, judged. They're probably worrying that, you know, maybe you're looking at them in a different way, maybe even looking down on them. So it is about them and not you. But I know how hard it can feel. It's, it's a tough, tough transition to go through. But what I would say 
is stick with it because people calm down. They get bored of taking the mickey. And like you've said, they actually quite often you'll get the person you least expect at some point will give you a quiet tap on the shoulder and say, what's all this about? Have you got any tips for me? I'm thinking about taking a little break. And some of the people over the years, it's really surprised me. You know, and I'm really, it's a nice surprise. But stick with it because, yeah, it says more about them than it does you. And it's usually not meant with any you know, it's not meant with a malicious intent, I would say. Yeah, and they're usually pissed <laughs> when they're saying it. So, you know, we can't we can't criticize. But anyway, what I was gonna say was what I, the biggest thing I've noticed since st- I stopped drinking when it comes to socializing, and one of the biggest reasons people probably have a fear around socializing is because pre-sobriety, my, my socializing was just drinking, and whether that was meeting someone for a boozy lunch, meeting someone for a pint, meeting someone to watch the football in a pub or going on a piss on a Saturday night, whatever it was, it all involved alcohol. So when I removed that thing, I was like, well, what, what am I supposed to do now? Because I can't, my, it was like, for me, it was like either I don't go out or I go out drinking alcohol-free drinks and be seen as being boring and probably will be boring. But there wasn't any other sort of option. I didn't see any other options because I didn't know any, any other options. I'd never done any socializing that was any different to that. And then what happened was, started to find different ways to socialize and if i look at how me and you socialize for example now like me and you didn't even know each other when we were drinking um which is probably a good thing so we'd have been wild by the way yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but when we socialize now we meet you know, for a coffee we meet for breakfast generally or brunch or lunch maybe a push lunch sometimes the odd dinner very rarely special occasion only coffee at the gym you know whatever it is but we socialize in the morning usually have a good chat have a coffee have a gossip have a natter, have a little plot and plan um have some food and that's it and that sort of that ticks the box for me i don't then need to go and socialize in the evening i find that and the happy pair lads that if anyone knows them in ireland they, they quite often talk about how they stopped drinking when they were 21 and they flipped their whole socializing circle on its head and they went from drinking at night and socializing to doing everything first thing in the morning and they now meet for a sunrise swim in Greystones in Ireland where they where they live um every single morning 365 days a year and they've got a whole community down there they all go down there, they take a pot of tea they all have a little cold water swim they get their dry robes on they go for a little sauna and they have a good chat and then they go back home get showered and go and take the kids to school make the pat lunches and get on with their day and I just think that's incredible to hear that but when you go over there and feel it and see it and do it with them it makes so much more sense because then you can be sort of on the decline at night time you have your dinner you can actually chill relax uh, enjoy you know meditate read a book watch something on tv and get to bed at a decent time to get up and do it all again that for me makes so much more sense yeah exactly i can't wait to hopefully some point this year go to greystones and do the whole happy pair lads thing but it it is when you stop drinking it's like you add the weight of your day into the morning rather than the evening and it's a really lovely feeling that you know by the time I put the kids to bed I'm you know tired and you know I can just chill and actually I really enjoy it and you know it is just lovely to actually make use of the mornings I always used to say I'm not a morning person but let's be honest, who can be a morning person when you're hungover and feeling anxious and possibly feeling sick or being sick, you know, which I did 
on a regular basis, probably at least three days out of the week, I was feeling absolutely horrific with a hangover, if not more. So, yeah, I agree. I think changing the way you socialise, doing it at different times of the day is, yeah, life changing. And when it comes to socialising, obviously me and you socialising like I was referring to, but what about your own life? So outside of the world of me and dry, which is, you know, not a lot of your life probably and um <laughs> something I don't know too much about but what what is your social circle like do you still socialize at night do you still socialize with the same people that do the same things do you just drink alcohol free drinks what's what's the general vibe yeah so I've been really lucky because I know a lot of people have had to almost completely change their social circles and I think it's important to do what works for you I've been really fortunate that I've got a really close group of girlfriends and we've been best friends since school and they've all just really taken it in their strides, you know, with my sort of alcohol-free journey and they've been nothing but supportive. And it has been a learning process. You know, when I first started socialising without alcohol, I did find it really hard and that's coming from somebody who's naturally gregarious. I love being around people, I'm confident, and it was hard. And sometimes I used to think, oh, my gosh, I'm not sure I can do this. I found myself, you know, in conversations with people that were really drunk, listening to them, repeating themselves. And I thought, oh, you know, I don't know if this is for me. But as the years have gone on, I've just found ways to, you know, understand myself more. And I've realized what it is that I really love. And I really love music. I really love dancing. So as much as I can, I'll try, you know, when I'm going out socialising in the evening to make it about music. And so I love going to gigs. I love going out dancing. And again, for anybody that's thinking, how can you dance without alcohol? I thought the same. And the first few times I did it, I was dying inside and I felt like a proper mum dancer. But again, it's practice, you know, like this stuff, it's ingrained when we've been socializing with alcohol for years and years and years even decades it is going to take time to undo it but it is so worth it because I get such a high from sober socializing now and yeah I think what well, honestly people think that I'd probably be a bit too much if I went back to drinking now because yeah I just love it and I don't feel like I need it so yeah in answer I still socialize I don't go out as much I don't go you know clubbing into gigs maybe as much as I did but obviously that's partly my age and that beautiful sort of midlife and I've got my lovely kids and husband at home but yeah my social circle's the same and I still really enjoy going out it's weird isn't it because I think you're definitely more you're definitely better at it than I am um like I'm not great I don't really want to be great in the evening I don't anything I sort of go to it's a struggle and it's rare. And I just don't, I, if I'm honest, I don't really go. If, if I get invited to an event or and it's in the evening, unless it's like someone that I obviously really care about, that want to go to their wedding or party or birthday party, whatever, then obviously I'll go. But if it's something I'm just not too bothered about, I'll just won't go because I just don't want to go to bed that late and I don't want to be around people that are drunk. And I think, yeah, when I've seen you in action, you are someone who can just go and get stuck in and you seem like you're the drunkest person in the room even though you're not touched the drop. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting to have two sides of that coin. I'd much rather do the daytime thing. I'd much rather do the morning thing. I'd much rather do the coffee thing, and that's what I do do generally. Um, I just find like it quite difficult to socialise in the evenings past 
two to three hours. I'm I'm all right for two to three hours, but then I'm I'm sort of off I go. Yeah, Irish goodbye. See you later. Yeah, yeah you and Andy love a backdoor shuffle, don't you? You're you're sort of just quietly out of there, which I do think is the right call actually, because when you're not drinking, you just suddenly realise, you know what, if I try and say goodbye to everybody. I'm going to be here for an hour. So it, it often is the best way to do it. But I think that's the whole point, you know, of us discussing this is to show that you find out what works for you. And actually, I've realised that for me, one of the big highs is the music and the dancing. And I still love that. And you've discovered how much you love socialising in a different way at a different time of day. So, you know, I really encourage people like be curious, like, if you're doing dry jam, see this, you know, almost as a bit of an experiment, like, you know, what's different, what's better, what works for you, what do you like, what don't you like? And I think curiosity is a really good word for this month. So lean into that. Very nice. Yeah. And it's so true. And I think that's why going back to dry, when we very first started it, you know, we did a big launch party, which was incredible. And we had so many people there. And we said on that day, right, we need to do, even though it's easier, it's more cost effective. It, yeah, it's more accessible for people to do everything online. That's just not what we're about. And we'll make the effort, we'll spend the money and we'll lose out on time uh, to, 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 to go and do it because it means so much to us. And even the events we're doing, a lot of them are, are free. So we're, we're going to go, we've got a little mission this year, haven't we, to go and do as many events as we can, hopefully once a month. We've got, we've got Running Dry Rich, who's going to be doing, uh, hopefully, a running event every month as well. Uh, and most of these events are free. And the one we're doing on, so we're doing one in London on Saturday, which is just 20 quid, but you're getting a free drink. In fact, you're now getting two free drinks because we've negotiated with them. Um, so these are very accessible for people. And the idea is because we want to get in the same room, see your face, you know, give you a hug and just connect on real life level you just cannot beat that and that then often really does boost the connection that you then have online with those people as well and you start to really harness it you start to really work on it you start to grow these little um, capsules of communities which which is incredible to see but we're excited to do the the one in London on Saturday for anyone that's coming this this podcast about a day before that Um, so some of you probably listen to us on your way down to London to see us. And that's going to be in the Torstig Bar, which is a, is a sold-out event. And that is the last day they're actually trading. Um, they're doing a pop-up for Dry Jan. So they've been flat out. So to squeeze in there on the last day, we've got our own little area. Um, like I said, a couple of drinks. Me, Crystal, Andy will be there. We'll be chatting. We've got a couple of people from the sober world coming as well. Um, we go a little mingle, have a little chat. I don't know if there'll be room for dancing, Crystal, but if there is, then you crack on. Um, yeah, uh, and maybe we'll get, <laughs> get Andy on the robot. He loves a little robot. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's going to be wicked. One till four uh, in London this Saturday. So we're buzzing to see see you there. Um, and then we've we've now announced we're going to go to Brighton, and that is a free event. And we're going to be doing a little walk, a little walk, talk, coffee in the lanes. We're going to do a little catch up at the Torstig Bar again, but the original Torstig Bar in Brighton. Finish there, have a little beer, have a little wine spirit whatever they've got everything there that we could possibly ask for that's obviously all alcohol free so that'll be another event and if you're by the way if you're interested in the brighton event it's not a ticket event all we ask just go into the app you go to the dry meats folder where you'll see all the events and go to the brighton one and then just click respond and it will say going interested or not going just hit going so we know rough idea of numbers that'd be useful 
and we'll all meet if we meet at the old west pier which is the burnt out pier and we're going to sort of make our way to the lanes of back to the sort of new pier and then up the road to the Torstig bar and that's on february the 10th so you can see all the information on the app uh, for that one as well that's going to be a great day i used to live in brighton and it's such a beautiful place and yeah and it's again we're showing you you know all the day stuff that we can be doing socializing in a different way at a different time it's going to be fab so please come down and see us we love seeing new faces and regular faces and if you're thinking about coming on your own do it because we tend to find that what do you reckon Matt? 90 percent of people come to these events on their own maybe more Def- definitely yeah 90 percent. i'd say that i mean the the boat party there was, a, it was over 100 people that came on their own, which was mad. But it's it's weird. It's like the only the only community you get, really, is the sober community that does things, unless it's like a dating thing. Even with dating apps, dating events, I think people go with their mates anyway. But, yeah, this is a bit of a strange one. It's a, it's a bit of a – people always think it's a cult. They're like – well, I remember <laughs> someone at the boat, the boat party saying to me she had to text her daughter when she got there to say she was alive because she was worried she was going to meet some wild cult. Um, because she told him, I'm going on a boat trip with people I've never met before. I'm going on my own and nobody drinks. And she was like, what? <laughs> um, we're not to cold, I promise. Yeah, we're not. But um, yeah, it's going to be wicked. I can't wait for Saturday. Um, it's going to be incredible. Brighton's going to be wicked as well. We've got more lined up. We're lining up Birmingham. We're lining up Manchester. We're lining up going back to Scotland. As always, Greystones is on the list. We're going to do a little sea swim over there. Just get as many events in the calendar as possible. We encourage you guys to do the same thing. So if anyone in the Dry app wants to do an event, a meetup, just let us know. We'll advertise it for you on the app for free. And you can do whatever you please because we just want as many people meeting in real life as possible in this wonderful little world we've got. And the summer's around the corner and the days are getting longer. And I keep going on about it. I'll get very excited. Um, so there you go, sober socializing. Give it a go, is what Crystal said. Uh, give it a try. Try morning, try noon, try night, try whatever works for you. Don't do anything you don't want to do. And you know, take your time with it and just be patient with it and it will come to you. Um, but you for sure, socializing when you're sober is so much better than when you're drunk because you're actually socializing. You're not just talking over each other. Um, yeah. Anything from you, Crystal? Because I better go and do the next video. We've got a live coming up in the dry January group. I'm going to go and do that. Crystal? Yes. No, just to say, we're looking forward to seeing some of you on Saturday. Let us know if you're coming to Brighton. And yeah, let's have a cuddle in real life. Lovely, jubbly. Right, I will see you guys Saturday. Um, Take care. We'll see you next week for another edition of the Dry Podcast. Don't forget to download the Dry app for free if you don't already from the App Store or Google Play. We'll see you there every single morning at 7.30 a.m. All right, cheers, guys. Bye, everyone.